Anger continues to grow in Iran and all over the world over the death of a young woman who had been detained in that country by Iran's morality police. This is a 22-year-old woman who died last week while in the custody of Iran's morality police. Masa Amini was arrested for allegedly improperly wearing a hijab. And police claim she died of a heart attack and was not mistreated, but her family, well, they don't believe that's what happened. Tamina Sadegi is the Iran protest organizer here in Vancouver and joined our Raji Sohal on the weekend show, discussed her own experiences with Iran's morality police. We went to the park, I remember. My daughter was uh, just a young baby, and my uh, my headscarf was, you know, in the middle of my head. And then morality police came to me, and they threatened me. If pull your hair, you know, like your scarf down, or otherwise we're going to pin it to your head. That happened so many times. One time I was standing waiting for a taxi, and my, you know, like uh, Islamic dress code was not long enough as they wanted, and then they spit at me, and they swore at me, and they threatened me, like, you go change your clothes, otherwise, you know, you're going to end up in jail. That is Temina Sadegi, who was the protest organizer here over the weekend that you saw in downtown Vancouver. But to talk more about this, we're also joined now by Cynthia Farahad, who's an Egyptian-American author of The Secret Apparatus, columnist, political analyst, and counterterrorism expert. Cynthia, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. What do you see happening in Iran right now? What I see happening in Iran is people are sick and tired of the uh, Iranian regime. And also, it's not a coincidence that it coincides with talks about the uh, revival of the Iran nuclear deal with uh, the U.S. government. Uh, the same thing happened in, 2000, in 2015 when there were talks about the Iran nuclear deal with President Barack Obama's administration. So that is a pattern of behavior. Uh, Iranians are sending a message to the world that they do not want to continue to be held hostage by these eschatological mullahs who believe that it's the role to bring about the end of times. That's actually a quote. So that is not only a rebellion against their oppression. That's also a call for help from, for world leaders in the West to support the Iranian people and not their oppressors. This has become quite organic, hasn't it? And it seems to be growing and growing. It will continue to absolutely grow. I have lived personally under dictatorship and it was a severe police state. I was under surveillance for a decade and uh, my life was threatened 10 to 50 times a day. I would get death threats. And I understand completely what they feel. Sometimes you have to make the choice between living free or dying. And that is a very painful and agonizing choice to make, especially when you feel isolated and do not have alliance and you don't have allies and sympathizers in Western government. It's absolutely atrocious and a horrific place to be. Can we talk as well about what has what is different about this situation is that it also involves Iran's Kurdish minority here, and that is something that they are now also saying this is why they would they they are they're kind of talking about their independence as well. The Kurds have been also extremely oppressed by the Iranian regime. The Sunni minority has been oppressed. Uh, the, there is an underground also Christian uh, minority. Uh, so uh, this is this is an all-out rebellion against the Mullah regime in Iran. 
Um, I have been told in 2006 uh, by someone uh, in uh, associated with uh, the U.S. government that only 27 percent of Iranians actually uh, are fanatical Muslims. The rest of the country is absolutely sick and tired of this regime. So the Kurds and other minorities are so, are certainly joining uh, this overwhelming rebellion and it will continue to escalate. How do you see that escalating then? What do you think is going to happen? So what is happening is people will continue uh, to be encouraged to go out and uh, risk their lives to show their rebellion against the Iranian regime. Now, the fear is that on their part, the mullahs and the paramilitary, the besieged, will will continue to engage in murder and uh, mayhem, and it could uh, and it we could we could have a lot of uh, we could have very high death toll. Uh, because they are, comp- they, ha- they feel that they are immune from uh, repercussions. They're immune. Who is punishing them? They get what? How are they going to get punished by uh, getting a, a deal and a trillion dollars by 2030? That's that's that. So they feel invincible. So it could actually be a mass massacre. Uh, 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 that uh, that is about to happen if Western leaders do not start to come out in support of these protesters. It, this one is different too, though, isn't it? Because it does involve these are women who are speaking up, and this is not something that we have really seen before like this. Women are um, extremely. Uh, Iran is a gender apartheid state. Uh, women are severely abused in this country, and they are absolutely sick and tired and fed up of this. And this reminds me of Egypt in 1919. Women were burning their heads carved in the street. But because it was a protest against a uh, against the British uh government and against the Egyptian government, they were extremely civilized at the time. So there were no injuries, there were no, there was no violence. And actually, women in Egypt after that completely gave up any uh, uh, wearing the, the hijab or any headscarf. So that has happened before. And we are seeing it happen again. And when women are taking the street, this encourages men. Uh, because it, 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 just, it just makes them feel protective and want to act morally and courageously. So it's incredible to see, and I get very emotional watching them because I know exactly what they feel. Okay, and your prediction for this is that we are going to see more of this, but at what point do they need to hear that support, as you said, from Western governments? How critical will that be? I can't think of anything more critical. It's, this could stop a future massacre by the Iranian government. So the Iranian government, Western government need to come out and say, if you do not stop cracking on these protesters violently, you are going to face international repercussions. You, you're going to face more sanctions. The Iran deal has to be completely stopped and halted. So there has to be a reaction or we are going to be facing a mass murder. Cynthia, thank you for your time this morning. 
Thank you for having me. Cynthia Farahat is an Egyptian-American author of The Secret Apparatus, the columnist, political analyst, counterterrorism expert, talking about the protests in Iran, which are unique. These are different. These are women rising up unhappy, and they seem to be gaining steam out there. And you saw the hundreds of people who turned out in downtown Vancouver yesterday, too, to raise awareness for this. And I'm sure there will be more to come on that.